Hello and welcome. I am Dr. Lara May, a clinical pharmacist specializing in functional medicine, as well as a certified yoga teacher and Reiki master. I run a truly integrative health coaching practice, encompassing functional medicine lab testing, yoga and meditation, and a sprinkling of Reiki energy medicine. Join me here on Light Body Radio to break through your health plateau and come into alignment with your natural vitality. Hello and welcome everyone to our latest episode of Light Body Radio. And today I have a good friend and a teacher of mine, Marion Schneider. Welcome, welcome. And she is a um, owner and practitioner with Fifth Element Healing. Is that correct? Correct. And Reiki Tahoe. Ah, and Reiki Tahoe, yes. So tell me about your practice and tell me about yourself and how you got to where you are today. Um, my practice combines a whole bunch of, uh, energy healing modalities. Um, I have felt energy my whole entire life from a very young age. Uh, I met my first teacher when I was only 13 years old and had that guidance to help me know what I was experiencing and what was going on. Um, she happened to be 11 years older than me and dating my brother. <laughs> but it was one of those things where when you look back at it now, you, it, I think she was brought into my brother's life to be brought into my life and my sisters and my mom's mm -hmm. uh, because we're still in contact to this day. Um, although they did not end up together. <laughs> um, and then from there, she introduced me to Reiki at age 16. And I took my first Reiki class, I think around 20. And from there, just kept studying different energy modalities. I went to what I call magic school, where I learned about um, the natural rhythms of the world, the four elements and the four directions, and how to work with that. And it's something I still encompass into my practice um, each and every day, several times a day. Um, and it's changed and grown as I have changed and grown and added in crystals and angels and shamanism and body talk and um, coherent healing and I know I'm forgetting things <laughs> <laughs> so it's an integrative spiritual practice for sure <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> excellent excellent <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool um so today we are going to talk about the heart space and the heart chakra and um maybe um integration so when i was thinking about um what how i approach the heart chakra and the heart space and to me it really seems to be a bridge a bridge between the mm -hmm. earthly realm and the spiritual realm yep. and if we think about that energy center of our body it really is in in the center 
and so you know when we bring down um, inspiration spiritual guidance it comes down through our central column of chakras meets at our heart and that's sort of where the um, physical maybe start to like comes into play a little bit um, so tell me about how you work with the heart chakra and the heart space um, it has definitely changed a lot over the years, believe it or not, and specifically more recently. Um, I've been studying a lot with um, Encephalon, Dr. Joe Dispenza, and working with his theories of the quantum field. And that includes working with your energy centers in the body. and in all the years that I've been doing this work, it wasn't until I started doing his Blessing of the Energy Centers number eight, because there's eight versions, that I really, truly think I felt my heart completely open up and completely understood what that meant to be in coherence. Um, and he works a lot with the HeartMath Institute, and they've proven that your, your heart center can broadcast out to five feet in front of you and behind you. Yeah, so you said um, the blessings of the energy centers, working with that is okay. what really like sort of broke you open, like cracked you open. And um, Yes. Okay, so... Can you tell us what that entails? The blessing of the energy centers? Mm -hmm. uh, so the blessing of the energy centers is working with um, bringing your awareness to each center. And in, he uses the word center and he uses numbers, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, because it's not just chakras it's okay. everything that that area in the body entails and all the energy that is stored in that area so when we're in the heart center we're not just working on the heart but we're working on the thymus gland and the lungs and all those muscles in that area that in the spine and it all comes together and the energy allows healing to happen through that area and what they've proven in science is that you can bring gratitude and love into your heart for four days in a row, just four days, and it helps to raise your IgA, your immunoglobulin A, mm. levels by 50%. And what that means is you're boosting your immune system. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so um, I want to go. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so I want to go back. So that sounds awesome. So um, I want to ask about. Um, so when he uses the numbers, does that still correlate with the general areas? Like when we say first chakra, that area, second. Okay, so he's just. Yeah. But expanding it, sort of making it more broad, more encompassing. Yeah. And you're bringing your awareness there. So you're not concentrating on a color. You're not concentrating on a spinning vortex. Um, 
but they have also proven that each center has this this rhythm you could say um, that it vibrates at and creates this output and input because once it comes into that coherence which means that it's hit that natural rhythm that natural state that it's supposed to be at okay that coherence energy allows you to not only give but to receive at the same time okay so my understanding from what you're saying is that coherence is when we're in alignment when we so everything on the planet has its own vibration and so when our energy aligns with that other vibration then we're in coherence Correct. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Yes. Awesome. Cohesion can happen. They have pictures of it. Um, you can watch something come into coherence where all of a sudden it's, they have like the record player with the sand on it and you can see it spinning and the sand, they play different tones and the sand bounces and then all of a sudden it hits coherence and it creates a picture. Oh, cool. It's, or picture is not the right word, but it creates the design of what that a pattern. vibration is. Yeah, yeah, the pattern of that vibration. So cool. That's so cool. I love it. Okay. And then earlier you said something too about when we um, focus on that area and um, I liked, because you were saying that it could heal. And so you're not focusing on a color or sphere or anything. So I was thinking too, like things that we have stored that could, because we store trauma, we store emotions, we store experiences all over our body. And from my personal opinion, and I don't know how you feel about it, if we don't clear it, if we don't reconcile it, if we don't move it, then sometimes it can create disease at different stages in our life. And so what you're saying, I think, is that by using this method and focusing this energy that we can literally dislodge things that we've stored and thereby heal ourselves and or prevent disease in the future. Yep. Cool. When I came back from my week-long retreat and we had spent, I mean, 7 to 12 hours a day in meditation and most of that time we were opening our heart centers and doing some sort of heart coherence meditation in that time. And when I came back from that week long, I actually got a cough for a week afterwards. And it was right there in the center of my chest coming from my heart center. And it was all the old emotions that had been stored there were coming up and being released out. Mm -hmm. Cool. Excellent. Yeah. So when you can do that, then when you come into that coherence even more, then you get that, that, uh, positive side of it because there's nothing left to dislodge, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens when there's nothing left to, left to dislodge, then you can just be a beautiful, big glowing light. Yeah. And you can be that too, even when there is stuff there to be dislodged. Like I didn't realize what I was carrying in there, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we I, you know, we all have you know, our different paths and um, I'm a, also a believer in soul contracts. And so I think some of what we're here to quote dislodge 
might not even be from this lifetime. It could be things that we've carried over. It could be ancestral things. It could be things that our family members or other people have actually put on us and we've taken in. And, exactly. And, and, which might be why we don't realize that it's there, especially for empaths and, um, and sensitive souls. So yeah, for sure. Yes, you can always be the light, even if you have stuff to work on. <laughs> and thank God for that, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I'd get nothing done otherwise. <laughs> right? <laughs> awesome. So that sort of like brings us back to just sort of this whole concept of that, like the heart center can really be the center of transcending our personal identity and, and transcend, transcending the limitations of our ego. So it's really a center of not only integration, but transcendence. And yes. I love, I love that. Um, that's sort of a, a new aha thing for me just within the last day or so. Um, and so how do you think that we can take that, especially in light of the COVID phenomenon that we've all been going through the last six weeks, two months, um, and how can we, I don't know, like put it into practice and, and be of service with it to help uplift and to help those around us and just to help the general consciousness of the planet right now? Well, one of the things that <clears throat> we tend to get stuck on, I think in general as human beings, is the fact that um, there are constraints to our time and our space. Um, to our reality. And that's part of what is being uncovered a lot more now in the field of quantum physics. It's that there is no boundaries. Energy has no boundaries. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I've always believed in, but now science is proving it over and over and over. Mm -hmm. And with that concept in mind, you can you can think of someone who is having a hard time. You don't even have to be a light worker. You can just be Joe Schmo, you know, who cares about their friend. And you can bring that person into your heart and you can bring up a loving memory of them and allow that energy to be sent to them through your heart to their heart because we're all energy. And if there is no boundary for energy, then you can give to them without them being there in front of you. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, the first law of thermodynamics is the matter can neither be created nor destroyed. So it's always swirling. We are energy when we pass on our body dissolves, but goes back to the earth and mm -hmm. you know, our soul continues on. So yeah, I love that. And I, you know, I think it also is, uh, it's bringing us to this concept of, of oneness, that we're all connected, but also too that we are all energetic beings having a human physical experience. And oh, so, yeah. <laughs> and that's one of the things that, you know, for all of the, the contrast that this COVID experience has brought up, that's one of the things I'm actually really grateful for and I think has been a blessing of it is that it's really brought to the forefront 
our oneness, our connectivity, our connection with each other. The fact that, yes, like you said, you don't have to be a quote light worker to send love and uplifting vibrations to those you love or to your town or the world or the, you know, whatever. Um, so yeah, that's great. Uh, go ahead. I was just going to say uh, on that oneness concept, sometimes people get caught up in those words of oneness. What exactly does that mean? Mm -hmm. And I've had several experiences where all of a sudden I'm tuned in, turned on, tapped in to that quantum field, to those energy centers, to my humanness, but the energetics of it as well, the spiritual side of it as well. And all of a sudden I'm, looking at the tree and then seeing my human form from the tree because I I am the tree mm -hmm. and then seeing a bird fly overhead and that bird I'm seeing the bird from here and then all of a sudden I'm seeing my human form from the bird and it's that connection that we can all do but we just, it, it's hard to put in the words. It is, we yeah. All, <laughs> we can all do it and we can all experience it. But again, it comes back to that um, energy has no boundaries concept. Mm -hmm. And it's only what we put on it. But with the COVID, what a lot of people are experiencing, which is an easier thing for them to experience, to understand is they're experiencing the fear and the grief and the sadness and the overwhelm that comes with that. And if you have just a little tiny bit of that in yourself, you end up tapping into that global consciousness and that global oneness. Mm -hmm. And that's where the overwhelm comes into play. But people don't realize that they're feeling that globalness of it, that oneness of it. Right. Yeah, I um, I heard something earlier this week that said the more we practice being in the energy of receiving the energy of upliftment, that we'll become more familiar with it. So just like you said, like people are more familiar with the fear. They're more familiar with the questioning and the uncertainty and all of, I mean, especially if, you know, a lot of people watch a lot of news or, you know, there's a lot of outlets that sort of feed into this, I'll just call it contrast dynamic. <laughs> and, and, and that's fine. I mean, we need to be informed, but there's the difference between being informed and, and allowing yourself to be really like drawn into those emotions, yeah. which again are coming really from the heart space. And so when we practice being in the space of the upliftment of the gratitude of the connection of the love of the compassion and we practice it every day then when we're faced with something like this that is fearful or uncertain or contrasting then we can say we can recognize it and we can be compassionate but we don't have to be drawn into the fear and so like you said like you can you can you can see it but at the same time, like you can retain your space, your almost like your boundary of love, so to speak. Yeah, 
Exactly. Your bubble of love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so do you have a, um, uh, a method or a meditation you'd like to take us through? Yes. Cool. Let's do that. Okay. Let's see what comes up. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> All right. So closing your eyes. <clears throat> and taking a couple deep breaths. Allowing yourself to settle in. We're going to invite in the energies of the East, the air, Archangel Raphael, the energies of the South, fire, Archangel Michael, the energies of the West, water, Archangel Gabriel, the energies of the North, Earth, Archangel Uriel. Feel them come in and surround you as protectors and guides. Calling in Archangel Metatron from above with the solar grid, bringing it down through into our heart space. Archangel Sandalphon with the earth grid, bringing it up into our heart space. I'm just taking a couple breaths to notice. Feeling the rise and fall of your chest. Feeling your heartbeat. Always there, always constant. Bringing your awareness into the center of your chest, just behind the breastbone. Noticing the energy that lies there. There's no right or wrong. It can look like a spark. It can look like a sun. You can feel it moving in and out, side to side. Just notice. Does it move from front to back? Does it move outside your body? And again, bringing the awareness just behind the breastbone. And I want you to think 
of someone whom you love very much. And I want you to allow that feeling to start to grow from that center in your chest. That feeling of love for this person. It's almost as if your heart begins to bloom. The energy moves through your chest. It begins to move through your entire being as this memory of love blooms out. And then taking it one step further and allowing it to radiate out. Allowing that feeling of love to radiate out on all sides of you. Rays of light streaming forth from all parts of you coming from that heart center. And as that feeling of love radiates out, you begin to tap in to the world and to those around you, to other people whom you love. And you begin to send them this feeling of love this light from within. So there's this giving and receiving happening at the same time. You're being filled up even though you are giving out. So bringing awareness back to the center of the chest for a moment. And thinking about someone who you think needs some love or you feel needs some love at this moment, who might be having a hard time, or just someone that you love and you want to return love to them. Bring this person into your heart. Allow this love to shower over them. Your heart and their heart beats as one. And with each beat, it radiates that love. I'm just holding this space 
for a few moments. Feeling their heart and your heart beating as one, radiating love as one. back to your own heart. Taking a couple deep breaths. Notice how your being feels now. Knowing you can come back to the space anytime. Opening your eyes when you're ready. And we offer up thanks to the angels, guides, and light beings who were here. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Awesome. Do you have any um, resources that you would recommend to others that have really helped you along on your journey? Um, you've mentioned Dr. Joe Dispenza and, and the work you've been doing with him. Uh, is there anything else that you would really recommend that people maybe investigate or see if they resonate with? Um. I really enjoy um, Melanie Beckler's work. Ask Angels is her site. Um, she's always resonated with me. I actually have met her in person before. She used to live here in Tahoe and work in a shop that I worked in as well um, before she really got going. And um, yeah, all of her stuff has always resonated with me, and I appreciate her um, her positivity and how she sees things um, and resonates and channels. Um, and then, just recently, um, I started really looking into. Um, Steve Noble's stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, the Soul Matrix. I think you actually had mentioned him to me a long time ago. That's really funny. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I, I just listen to his stuff on YouTube, but yeah, I do enjoy the transmissions that he posts on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And they've um, been really helpful. And I kind of dove into his website um, over the past couple of days and um, he's got some, again, really positive um, spins on some of the stuff that's out there that might not be so positive. Mm -hmm. um, 
and he does it in a way that resonates with me and um there's definitely it's all about discernment there's definitely some stuff out there um that people have told me to read over at certain points in time and for example i started reading something that was not resonating resonating at all and my head literally started to hurt and i went i went oh this yeah i don't think i should be reading this because (laughs) something's not right here yeah and that's what it comes down to is that discernment factor of it doesn't matter if it resonates with me does it resonate resonate with you yes and discernment happens in the heart space (laughs) yeah it does (laughs) so yeah circle it back (laughs) yes (laughs) yeah yeah Cool. Awesome. Yeah. I love Melanie Buckler's work as well. And I know you and I have both taken her channeling class, Mm -hmm. um, which for me has really been uh, life changing. Um, And then, yeah, so I'll have to look more into Steve Noble. I have not explored his website, but um, I'm, you know, you and I are sort of like pinballs when it comes to, you know, like resources and, oh, what about this? And what about that? So yeah, Yeah. but always, yes. um, And I encourage all of our listeners to always practice discernment. If there's anything that we ever recommend that you check out, you're like, meh, that's not for me. That's totally okay. Or even like when you're listening, you know, take what resonates with you and leave the rest. And I would say, yeah, that's a good way to go through life in general is take what resonates with you and just let the rest go. (laughs) Yeah. And it's the same with teachers. Like someone might love one teacher and uh, you go and you take their class and you're like, hmm, okay, well that didn't really, I didn't get the same experience. Yeah. But then you, you take it with someone else and you're like, whoa, okay. Yeah. And there's even been uh, teachers that I resonate with that I resonate with them at different times. So like I will resonate with them at one time and then they'll sort of fall out of my field and then I come back to them. And so, yeah, just going with the flow and allowing things to like ebb and flow throughout your life as well, I think is a really um, powerful takeaway as well. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So where can our listeners connect with you? Um, So I have uh, ReikiTahoe.com and I'm on Facebook and Instagram, kind of on Instagram. I'm still learning that platform. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I uh, have Fifth Element Healing Center that I share with Yvonne Eisenberg. Um, Our website, though, is uh, we are in the process of redoing it. Um, so there's information there, but if you um, don't find what you want, you can go to Reiki Tahoe that has most everything on there for both of us as well. Okay, cool. And I will put all of that in the show notes for the listeners out there um, with links and things so they can just click on the links and it'll take them straight to you. Awesome. So do you have something that you would like us to take away, to ponder, to think about? Um, 
right before we started, I pulled a card from the Galactic Heritage cards um, on change. Mm. And it says, in physical reality, change is the only constant. We spend so much time and energy trying to keep things the same that we miss the profound experience that change brings. And it made me, it, it brought to mind like the image of the seed that eventually becomes the flower. And it struggles to get to the light at first. It's down beneath the surface and it finally pops through and everyone's waiting for the flower. But if you watch, it has this beautiful uncurling that happens as it begins to straighten and grow taller. And then even the, the bloom itself before it opens up has its own beauty. So what is it that you can look at in your life through your change? How can you find the beauty in what's happening around you? Yes, absolutely. Because just like the card said, the only thing constant on this, in this realm is change. And so, you know, we we will we don't go backwards we always go forward speaking of your instagram you posted i'm pretty sure it was your instagram you posted a, a poem a picture of uh, a poem was it the kahil gibran on yes here? that was so beautiful which also spoke about always going forward you can't go back you can't undo what's been done and you know and I, so i think that's really poignant right now at this time as well that there might be contrast, there might be things that aren't, you know, all sunshine and butterflies and flowers, but there is, there is a nugget of beauty in there somewhere. And it's just about where is your perspective pointed? Is it, you know, are you waiting? Are you always waiting for the outcome or are you enjoying the journey along the way? Exactly. And are you leading from that heart space? Yes, exactly. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Okay. And so I think what we're going to take away to practice is that wonderful meditation that you took us through because, mm -hmm. um, you can listen to this episode as many times as you want until you have it down by heart. Ha ha pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, so just, it doesn't take long. That was just a few minutes on this episode, but I personally felt a, a big difference in my energetic state and my vibration when we, from when we started versus when we ended. And so just mm -hmm. practicing that every day, I think can do wonders uh, but for us on a personal level, but then also for all of those that we come into contact with. Yep, because that heart vibration radiates five feet out in all directions. So you can, uh, affect those around you. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anything to play with, be creative with, or have fun with? Hmm. Um, play with, be creative with, or have fun with. Well, uh, it's finally becoming spring here in yeah. Tahoe. Yeah. Um, so I would say getting outside and getting your hands in the dirt 
and yeah. really connecting in with mother earth and really um being in tune with her as we here we have to do our pine needle cleanup so that we can uncover all of our beautiful earth underneath <laughs> um but getting your hands in the earth is so good for your body and for your soul on so many levels. Yes. So playing in the dirt. That's yes. what I say. <laughs> Yay! I love it. Yes, I need to. Uh, I noticed that our local um, garden shop has opened. So I'm excited for that because I wasn't sure if she was going to with the whole, um, you know, non-essential shutdown right now. I was about yeah. to go to Reno and <laughs> go to Home Depot um, because, yeah, my there's finally no snow in my backyard and my daffodils are popping up. And so now is the time to start sowing some seeds for summer and fall. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, thank you so much for spending time with me today. I appreciate it, Marianne. And yeah, thank you all of you out there for listening and um, spending your time with us. And I hope that this episode leaves you better than when you, when we began and um, make sure you check out the show notes to find Marianne on social media and her website. And she has events uh, well, she did have events a lot before the shutdown, so I'm sure there will be more to come. So keep an eye out for things that are happening. And I do know that they, um, that Fifth Element and Marianne and Yvonne have been offering Zoom um, yes. things like that. So what have you, do you have anything coming up that you want to tell our listeners about? Um, we don't have anything officially on the books. Uh, we just did a new moon intention and um, meditation the other day. So I, we've kind of been following full moon and new moon as far as meditations. Um, we are looking into um, revamping some old uh, uh, classes that we've done to get them into the Zoom format. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, 12 days of gratitude and Reiki, but maybe not 12 days. <laughs> um, yeah, so we do have some things coming up and, uh, we're working on, we have a, um, harmonizing the energy centers class that we were supposed to do in person that we are trying to figure out if we're going to wait that out or bring it into a zoom format yes i'm anxious for that <laughs> <laughs> yes awesome cool well again thank you so much and i will um catch all of you lovely listeners on our next episode